0: Hey guys, welcome to Keeping It Simple, where we talk about life and mission in ways that are easy to understand. My name is Luis Sanchez.
1: Hey guys, I'm Scott Callentine. Welcome to today's podcast episode. Let's get started.
0: Hey you guys, welcome to today's episode of Keeping It Simple. Last week, we had the privilege of interviewing Monty Wright and that helped to begin to introduce the conversation of emotional health. And today, what we're gonna do here, Scott, is we're gonna talk about what emotional health uh, mm-hmm. means to us here at the Simple Church Collective and kind of going a little bit deeper uh, and continuing in last week's conversation.
1: Yeah, as, he, as Luis just said, um, we had an episode with our district superintendent of the Alliance Northwest, our Christian Missionary Alliance district, um, and we started the conversation with emotional health. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back, press Check pause right now, listen to that. It was Check a it great conversation. Once again, thank you, Monty, if you're listening to this. But this conversation, we're gonna, we're really gonna hone in on why emotional health matters to us here at the Simple Church Collective. Yeah. Um, for Simple Church leaders. Why is this important? Well, let's be real. Emotions are real. They're a real thing. They're Every, just a part of life. Everybody it's has them. natural. Yeah. Everyone experiences different emotions, anger, fear, uh, sadness. These are natural. They're natural because, well, God is also an emotional being. He shares emotions with us. Hmm. That's, that's how we are, are created. That's how we are given emotions, right? Or made in his image uh, exactly being made in his image he has emotions we have emotions throughout scripture we see God sometimes jealous we see God sometimes sad We sometimes he decides to give us a little silence treatment and not answer us like these are emotional things whether it's Moses up on the mountain coming down Aaron's got an idol built or Jesus with the disciples or Israelites in slavery whatever it may be like we see God throughout scripture having emotions right so one emotions are just they're just a reality of, yeah. of who we are yeah. and how we're built, and they're not bad, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes in Christian circles we we build emotions as these like bad things, mm-hmm. things to avoid. Oh, don't go there. Yeah. I mean, if they're God given, why would we not treat them as such, right? Yeah. So for us, we got they're a reality. They're a part of this. We have to have this conversation. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm.
0: uh, Scott, I think for. Uh, a lot of us, I think, especially dudes, like a little bit harder to enter into, just kind of like the framework. Yeah, there's
1: like masculine stereotypes. Of, yeah, of like, don't go hey, there. You
0: mm-hmm. know, like, and so some guys maybe listening to the podcast might say, um, well, I don't know about this one. Like, I don't know if I can enter in, or, you know, I'm not an emotional being whether you like it or not you're an emotional being because god created us this way right and yeah. and you kind of spoke to Don't skip this episode guys. Right right right. If they if, if they're listening they're already here so stick around. But but the reality is like anger's an emotion too. Yeah. Right? It's not just crying or like You know, what we typically like. It's not just journaling things. Fear is an emotion, like Mm -hmm. real life, right? And we all experience loss is an emotion whether or not we speak about it, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody, I mean, just a couple weeks ago we put our dog down and that that one hurts, right? And and when we think about people that are emotionally healthy, we think about folks that are able to respond to life Mm -hmm. uh, uh, as it happens appropriately. Like when something sad happens, like, being Process. able to entering in, yeah. into that sadness, yeah. right? When someone gets married and something is joyful, right? Like Celebrating. Celebrating yeah. and having fun. And we see that Jesus was like an amazing example of an emotionally healthy leader. You know, he was able to enter into the full gamut of his emotions. He wept. He rejoiced. He got angry. He lived in tension. He also wasn't afraid to create a little bit of tension, right? In mm-hmm. order to get things right. He, he didn't avoid conflict. And he knew how to respond to life as life would happen and so so when i think of an emotionally healthy person i think about people that are able to enter into the full gamut of their emotion or growing in in their ability of of entering into their their full gamut of emotions
1: yeah i mean we look at the scriptures right for us the scriptures are valuable incredibly important instrumental lamentations a third of it to two-thirds of the of the psalms are about emotions and weeping and coming yeah. before God.
0: Loss, grief, yes. disappointment. I mean, you know? check
1: out the book of Job, where right. there's a lot of pain right. that, that happened, and Job's processing for
0: 30-something
1: right. 30 chapters, 38 chapters, I believe, before God gives him a response. Right,
0: Jeremiah, right? They call Jeremiah, the same guy that wrote Lamentations, the weeping prophet, right? Yeah. And He's a dude, right? And he's entering into, it and he's crying on behalf of the people and, and bringing people hard words even at times yeah. and saying like hey guys but but his nickname was the weeping prophet yeah. and in look in the new testament there's a, a the disciple that jesus loved right
1: oh the beloved the John. beloved
0: right and so god jesus enters in he's a you know and he has this friend like and this disciple and even, confidant
1: even peter you yep. see him acting out in anger frustration one minute you are the Christ the next minute get behind me satan <laughs> and, like, jesus, and and jesus and it. jesus yeah. you know puts a smackdown on that you know mm-hmm. but but i think and that speaks
0: to i think even the scriptures at first thessalonians 5:23 like being able to grow in how we respond to the world around us in a way that Jesus would, right? Yeah. Like, and do, what does Jesus do when Peter whips out his sword? You know, not only does he heal the guy physically, but he's, he, he takes down, a moment and yeah. he speaks to Peter. He's like, chill out. Like, those who live by the sword <laughs> will die by the sword. And he's like, that's yeah. not how we respond. People in the kingdom do not respond this way. And, and when I think mm-hmm. about emotional health, that's what I think about. It's like how kingdom people respond. And it's yeah. going to be different, right? than the people around us that are in the world. So we we are not a reaction people. We are a people of response because we process through the filter of the Holy Spirit, right? In a loving, compassionate way.
1: Yeah. You referenced uh, 1 Thessalonians 5.23, which says, May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and this is Paul writing this to the church of Thessalonica, um, and the th- the theme here, sanctification, this is Man. about being sanctified, that that progressive aspect of and, it,
0: and growing and becoming more and more like Jesus yeah. in all of these areas of your life.
1: Yes, and your whole spirit, soul, which some would say mind, yeah, um, and body, There's the this- seat. Three aspects yep. that have to be sanctified. When right? we think
0: about the soul too. We also think about like the seat of your emotions and the mm-hmm. seat of your intellect, where your thinking is coming from, uh, and and then that core where you react, right, and that core where you respond from, yeah, and feel too.
1: Yeah, it actually, I uh, for a class um, maybe a, a year or two ago at this point, uh, I listened to a TD Jakes sermon, in which, which if you don't know TD Jakes, he's a well-known uh, pastor, I, I believe in Texas. Yeah, I think he's out of Dallas, Fort Worth um, area. Very, very well-known guy. And, and the message was really about the body, soul, or mind, and spirit. Like I mean, that man can preach. That man can preach. Yeah, if you haven't preaches. listened, like, he, he preaches the roof off. Um, but he did focus in on the soul aspect. And for our conversation... Uh, the soul is what we're, we're talking about, the mind, that that seat of our emotions um, and that being sanctified. And I loved what T.D. Jake said. He, he essentially said the soul was uh, to be correlated to self-consciousness, self-awareness, that God breathes these things, awareness and consciousness, into us, giving us this capacity for emotional health and emotional awareness. Now, he didn't create us Instantly emotionally healthy, right? But he did create us just as we can be physically healthy or physically unhealthy. We can be emotionally healthy or emotionally unhealthy, right? And good disciples of Jesus are constantly trying to be physically healthy, but also emotionally healthy. And spiritually spiritually healthy, healthy, Right. right? This is this is what First Thessalonians five twenty three. This is yeah. This this is how the verse actually plays out in our life. It's the continual sanctification as we are stepping into more healthy living. Yeah, that's dope.
0: You know, when when I think about emotional health too, Scott. You know, sometimes um, I think about this picture of like a dashboard. Everyone's had like a light go off on their dashboard if they've been driving for any length of time, right? Have you seen like on Instagram or uh, uh. Recently, I've been getting on TikTok. Like, there's this one TikTok where the the person puts a piece of tape, like, I ain't got time for it today. Like, and they just put a piece of tape and cover that, you know, that, that light or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, that check engine light or whatever. You know, those are the,
1: dude, anytime your check engine light comes on, you're about to go on a line. I freak out. It's like, what just happened? What's going on? Yeah.
0: But, you know, like, when, 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 when I think about emotional health, I think about how those lights, the, the emotions that we experience are like lights on the dashboards of our hearts, right? And so, you know, whether it's anger again, whether it's fear, whether it's disappointment, whether it's grief, whether it's joy, whatever it is, there's it's just a, a way that God uses to communicate to us and for us to, if if we are able to enter into the self-awareness that you mm. just talked about, for us to see where we're at. And so we can't just cover it up. Just yeah. with a piece of tape, you know, like a piece of duct tape, a big piece, of, you know, cover all no, the lights that are on the dashboard. Yeah. No, you know, I love what uh, Jerry Scazzaro says, like unprocessed emotions don't die. They get buried alive. And when I think about uh, an emotionally healthy person, I think about a person that's able to process their emotions that's able to process their grief, is able to process their loss, is able to process their disappointment, is able to process even their, their joy and just say, man, I'm feeling really elated and, and and entering in into their joy. You know, Some of us need permission to enter into joy. For whatever reason, mm-hmm. life has been hard on us and we don't want to really be happy. If that's you today, I, I you don't need my permission, but I feel like the Lord says to us like you can enter into your joy, enter into the fullness of joy that Jesus gives. And so when I think about those things, that's what I think. So, man, the world needs emotionally healthy leaders. Yeah. Here at the Simple Church Collective, we we, we need emotionally healthy leaders. We're not looking for for people that are perfect. We're looking for people that know they're not perfect and know that they need Jesus and know that they want to grow like Paul's talked about here. It, in spiritual development and in the development of their emotions and soul and, and their intellect. And, and they want to be in step with what Jesus calls us to do, yeah. you know, with our body and all of those things. And so here, here are a couple of takeaways. Um, you know, if you've been listening and, and, and you made it this far, God bless you. I really think that the Lord really wants to speak to our generation regarding emotional health, um, uh, as like a a key touch point because people outside of the church and people inside of the church, it's something that's beneficial, right? Like all of us can benefit from becoming more emotionally healthy, more uh, self-aware and all of these things.
1: See, the thing about emotional health that I want to touch on real quick is the relationship to character. Yeah. Our emotional health and our character go hand in hand. And for us here with Simple Churches, the simple Church Collective and and people planting simple churches in their community in their workspace, um, wherever they may be. Our character matters. Yeah. Like, pause for a second and think about your character. Yeah. Like our character matters. It reflects about Jesus. Like right? our character truly matters. It doesn't matter how gifted we we may be or how charismatic we may be, if our character isn't also on par. Yeah.
0: Somebody once said, "Um, character is what you do when no one's watching, mm. right? Like yeah. being the same person in all of the places."
1: Yeah, and and the reality is, whether it's specifically in the church circles in America or just in, in the public circles, and people often get elevated to a certain That's status true. level based off their 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 charisma yeah. or their their giftings. Yep. And they're not ready for it because their character is not built up for it. Yeah. And I'm not going to sit here and say we're going to push you up, promote you, or anything like that. But our character must align to where our, our values are, our, our giftings are. Our character matters. Before then, you go into practice, okay. let me do
0: this. Story time, real quick. Okay. We had this one guy who was working with us about a year ago. Wild. You guys know, if you know our story, you know that we transitioned. We were originally gonna be a, you know, Sunday morning, you know, prevailing model type church. We switched lanes and we said, hey, we're gonna, the, the mission's gonna stay the same, but the method's gonna change. And the message of Jesus, you know, uh, being uh, Lord never will. Uh, so we switched models. This one guy was looking for a, a place to legitimize his ministry, he was working with us. Everything seemed cool at first. When we made this transition, dude, I had this one phone call, probably the worst phone call I've ever had Mm. in ministry. Now, mind you, I've been in ministry now for 13 years uh, and so out of touch, very disrespectful even, right? And like, not because like I was the pastor at the time, but because... You just don't talk to people a certain way, right? You yeah. like, especially, and then he was like, This is the thing that got me, right? You're talking about we're not going to elevate people. Yeah. All right, this is the thing, yeah. He's like, You're going to put me on your website. You're going to, like, essentially legitimize my ministry and my simple church that I'm going around. And, and I'm like, No, we're not. We're not going to do that. Especially because we don't want to say, Hey, like, that's not the type of person we want to yeah. be representing us.
1: Yeah.
0: That's not the type of person that we want representing us. Right? And that's not the type of disciple that we're making, right? The type of disciple that we're making, we're making loving, compassionate, discerning disciples, right? That are composed and and self-aware. And that was everything but, mm. right? So story time. You know like it, we we're not looking for perfect people. No. But but we're looking for people that know that they're not perfect and want to grow. Right in all of these areas, specifically that self-awareness piece, that guy lacked
1: it completely. Self-awareness is key. A couple practices that I think would be good for us, and that's what we try to practice here at the Simple Church Collective. Um, one, and you heard Monty mention this last episode, is the Sabbath. We actually have an episode uh, episode twenty a few ago. Uh, the Sabbath is crucial to our lives as believers, maintaining that that healthy work-life balance, resting. Contemplating, delighting in God. If you haven't listened to the episode, go back and listen. But we value the Sabbath. Secondly, slowed down spirituality. Really, just slowing our life down in a world that wants to operate at at a hundred mm. all the time. That go go go. COVID obviously has slowed a lot of things down. Things are getting back to the way they were of high capacity and go go go. And I believe in high-capacity people and leaders and, and be efficient with what you're doing. But slow down. Yeah, We don't have to go at a, a, a neck-breaking pace. Mm-hmm. We can slow down. Jesus often walked places and was incredibly slow in how he approached things, mm-hmm. very contemplative. Which brings me to this third rhythm that we are implementing, we are building, and is a contemplative prayer life, right? For me personally, I I do a thing called Lectio Divina journaling. Lectio Divina is something that was uh, built in monasteries that came up with by the monks, the Benedictine monks, um, all about this stop, contemplate God. What is he doing in your life? Have some silence. Read through the scriptures several times out loud. What is God speaking to you? And meditate, sit on that. Um, there's also prayer of examining yourself and what is God doing. I love what Pete Scazzaro talks about called the daily office. These two practices, uh, one in the the morning, one in the evening, or, or in your afternoon, whatever works for you, of where you intentionally take mm. time to stop, to rest. Lord, what are you doing? And he has a book you could actually get if you wanted that walks you through a few prayers um, that you can repeat and echo. Monty Wright, who we interviewed last week, said it's not about the practices that change us. And although Pete Scazzaro does a good job of putting us into the presence of the one who changes us, these practices help put us into the presence of the one who changes us.
0: It's all about Jesus. You know, and and when you think about emotional health, you think about like staying connected to the Lord, you know, like because that's, think about John 15 I say apart from me you can do nothing and that's mm. the reality if you think you can do stuff outside of staying connected to Jesus whether it's through prayer or you know silence or solitude or and that's one cool thing too that that money said last week you know he said you know the, the the longer you've been walking with the lord the less you really need to hear his voice mm. which is kind of paradoxical but but what i understood him to say is that knowing that his presence, being able to tap into his presence and obviously his word, right, is, is what's 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 important there. You know, it's this isn't this conversation is not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, again, we're not looking for folks that have it all together already. Um, we're looking for folks that that are willing to recognize where they are you know, in the process, that they need Jesus, that they need help dealing with their emotions and stuff. So the world needs emotionally healthy leaders, leaders that are authentic, leaders that are composed, Mm. leaders that are discerning, self-aware, compassionate, and loving the the world is, is full of leaders like you were talking about before, Scott, you know, that are self-serving, that are power loving, mm-hmm. that are reactionary, that are duplicitous. They're, you know, one way at work, one way at church, you know, and, and these leaders have hurt a lot of people, right? Um, the the Unfortunately, the world has experienced a lot of leaders like this, and the church is no exception, right, for whatever reason— The church has also, like you were saying before, has experienced a share of of leaders of 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 these stripes, you know. And there's been a lot of people that have been hurt and a lot of destruction that has happened in the wake of this. And that's one thing that that I love about, you know, our form that we're exploring. You know, it's not about one person, right? And we've talked about this and, and, and about it's about elevating others and and building into others. And it's not about just the one guy being, you know, like the lead guy of all the things. No, but how can we all practice the gifts, you know, uh, uh, apostle, prophet, evangelist, shepherds, and teachers all together at once. And I love that about this. And then, um, you know, just leaning, leaning into the Lord. Uh, You talked a little bit about the resources too, uh, emotionally healthy discipleship. Uh, resources from Pete Scazzaro, Uh great friend of ours, uh, Rich Velotis is going to be on the podcast next week. Uh, he wrote a book called "The Deeply Formed Life." Um, give us a little bit about uh, you know next week. Talk to us a little bit about that, and and, and what that conversation is going to be about.
1: Yeah, we're we're interviewing Rich uh, next week. Um, stay tuned for that episode. It'll be the season one finale. Yes. We're excited yeah, for that yeah. and taking a break here for the rest of the summer. Um, and if you haven't, uh, or if you're not aware, The Deeply Formed Life is Rich's first work and it's um, uh, influenced by a lot that Pete Cazero has talked about. Oh yeah, about. for sure. You would see it but all over the place. But he addresses five transformative practices yeah. in his context of Queens, but that are definitely applicable To most of us, if not all of us in the West. And um, yeah, stay tuned for that book. We read it as a team. It was challenging and rewarding, difficult, life giving. Yeah. Read the book. Yeah. But stay tuned for that interview next week. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Keeping It Simple. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Keeping It Simple where we talk about life and mission in ways that are easy to understand. Stay tuned as we release episodes each Wednesday. We'd appreciate it if you would like, review, share, and subscribe our podcast. Thank you for listening.
0: Hey, guys, thanks for rocking with us during the first season of Keeping It Simple. Look out for new episodes in the fall of 2021.